It's time for Slim. We back. Welcome to another episode of the Highline Podcast. By the voice, you can tell your voice of reason is back again for another episode. And with me, back I again. A... <laughs> back again. <laughs> with me, I have a returning guest in Uduak Nyank. Thank you for coming on the show, Uduak. <laughs> Must have been a tough week for you, given anytime, what happened to anytime. Man United on Saturday. And then, the, and then we'll talk about that later. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend himself, the one who caused me to cry yes, about sir. United every 20 minutes. Welcome back yes, to the sir. show, Mecca. You were banned for the show for some of the ridiculous takes you had recently. But, <laughs> but they pleaded on your behalf, so I brought you back. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, let's get into it. Um, like I said previously, I wanted us to talk about the Capital One Cup final at first, but we can't just ignore the big news that happened today with Roman Abramovich deciding it's best to sell Chelsea amidst everything going on between Russia and Ukraine. Prayers going out to everyone's family who's affected by that. But um, quite frankly, I'm not going to go, go into the political details because I haven't done my research, if I'm being honest. But from a What's the word? From a footballing point of view, Roman Abramovich is bowing out as the greatest slash best owner in the history of football. Like, I do not think... Oh, anyone, God, bro. I as a United think, fan, I'm happy that he's bowing, mm-hmm. he's bowing out. That's I, I, really I, 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 I do not think any owner comes close in mind because taken, he bought Chelsea in 2003. Obviously, he had to go through the invisible season. So that's one year, right? Mm-hmm. The next year... Chelsea won the yeah. Premier League for the first time in 50 years. They had a 50-year drought in, four, in, in one year. I missed the great Man United teams and the Invincible team at that time. And that Chelsea team is arguably the greatest Premier League side of all time. Like, they're the only team alongside the Centurions of City and the treble-winning United side that were put alongside okay. the Invincibles. I was, I, was, I was waiting. I was just waiting. I, I, don't, I don't think we're about to disrespect them. <laughs> yeah, the Centurions, 99 United... Know. Chelsea team and the Arsenal. Those are like the top four best teams in the history of Premier League for me. Uh, the only question. What about what about this guy though? Obviously, I know, I know you can't compare the achievements that they had, but I think this guy was also a very good owner. The Leicester owner that unfortunately died in the mm, He's pretty good, but when you look at what Roman has done, Chelsea yeah. were not. Chelsea were yeah, not. No, of course. They were they were not necessarily a small team. But they're not the European giants that they are today. They were not the European giants yeah. that they are today. And he comes in 2005, they win the Premier League, concede only 15 goals, check keeps 24 clean sheets, win the Premier League convincingly in an era with the Invincibles and that United team, only lost one game that season against Man City. Like, and from there, it's just been total domination. I think it's five Premier League trophies, something about five FA Cups, I think three League Cups, two Champions League, two Europa Leagues. Uh, one Super Cup, one Club World Cup, like deep is it's taking less than 20 years for him to make Chelsea historically one of the biggest <coughs> sides in world of foot in the world of football and a modern day European giant in terms of football. Like Chelsea can put their hearts in the race for any player in the world. 
and be convinced that they're going to win that race. And it's all down to Roman Abramovich. And for me, it just points down to how much he loves the club. When Because with the way Chelsea is run, majority of these, they are big, big signings were um, gotten from loans by Roman. And in his decision to sell the club, he says he's not going to ask for, you know, the repayment of those loans. Loans worth up to 1.5 billion pounds. pounds. 1.5 billion that, that pounds. Is, that is love for a club. I only wish some certain owners can be like that. But <laughs> Stan Kroenke is going no, to and, take us to court if we don't that, pay his loans. He said that he's going to send like the net, um, like the net income or whatever from this deal when he sells Chelsea for like Ukraine, like for helping. Yeah, them. I saw that as well. That like big shout out to him. Massive love that gesture from him. This is, this is for, Abramovich is just. <laughs> This is, some, this, is someone, this is someone that, like, even when, like, other than, other, other than, like, the money that he puts into the club, obviously, and the investments that he made, this is somebody, like, when Chelsea, whenever Chelsea were playing a final, whenever dead, Chelsea were playing a final, not even just finals, like, he would occasionally come to see some of their games, whenever Chelsea were playing a final, like, when they win, you can see him celebrating with the players. When they won Champions League, he was hugging us. Especially the Premier League. Premier League owners don't do that. Premier League now, this is this is somebody this is somebody that actually like this is somebody about. you can tell was well involved with the affairs of people. I think the only owners that come close in terms of showing like proper affection for the club is um Leicester because they are at almost every game and stuff like that. Yeah. But but besides that, like Roman is quite easy, like he changed the game of football. He lets in the likes of Sheikh Bin Zayed and Sheikh Mansour for PSG and Man City, like. He did the Al-Sheikh Khalifi or something like that for BSD and Manchester. He did that. He he encouraged investments into football. And for him to not ask for a 1.5 billion pound read, no. No, that's like big up to him, man. Joshua is all he wants. Is, all he wants is for Chelsea to win. And if, I don't think people understand how crazy it is for a team who weren't necessarily a big team to become a European giant in less than 20 years under the ownership of one man. Like it's crazy, and for them to have won every single trophy in just eighteen years of his reign, it shows me that you know there's no disguise the limits when owners particularly care about the club that they have decided to invest in. <laughs> so I want to know what you guys think, or have you said it all? Thank you. <laughs> I think you said. <laughs> is it, is it like you're happy you he's gone? I think you said most of it was uh, like, I like I said before we started this, you know, we're happy. As many fans were delighted <laughs> that he's like, stepping I'm, I'm aside. Over, I'm over the moon. And like won. he just said now, like, it's a, it can make a big difference when someone actually cares about their club. Yeah. That brings us to the Glazers. It's not just, <laughs> this is, Abramovich is one person. This is a family. This is a whole family that runs money. And they don't. None of them seem to care. No, no one. Just at least let them just say one of them should just. I think, care. I think the last time I saw Stan Kroenke at an Arsenal game was when Wenger retired in 2018. Oh, when last do you think the Glazers came to the UK? Not 20. just the stadium. You're talking. 
talking about <laughs> games when the country guys yeah but like think about it like the rams just won the super bowl i saw this guy there uh like he he doesn't show but to be fair he seems like they're changing their ways like i'm i'm not going to i'm not going to come here and bash them like i can praise them that man without bringing another without um <laughs> down yes. another man but no, arsenal, is on, arsenal is on the up and up <laughs> we're going up we're going up. Is on the up, and up this club is down and just under I don't understand but like big up to Roman man like what you've done for football is amazing and the reason we have global Chelsea fans today is because of Roman Abramovich like you wouldn't you'd barely find as much Chelsea fans in the likes of Nigeria as you did today, as you would today, if not for Roman Abramovich, like Chelsea were like a, a like like Leeds, where it's only locals that will support them and stuff like that. But they're like a, a European giant today because of Roman, and that's hard stuff to him, like, you know. Boo, boo, Leeds, boo. <laughs> uh, but aside Roman, still sticking on Chelsea. Let's talk about <clears throat> not even probably, definitely the best nil no draw you'd ever see in your entire life, like. I don't think yeah. any any nil nil draw will come close. Um, but obviously there's a lot to unpack or, in, unpack in that game, but I want to know your, you guys' thoughts of the actual game itself Sorry, before we just, get into. Just to interject there, I think the nil nil draw between United and Watford over the weekend. <laughs> Extremely entertaining. Was levels, <laughs> levels are both that one. I'm I agree. Just, I yeah. agree. I agree. My bad. Yo, my bad. Yo, my bad. My bad. Levels, my bad. But what do you guys think of the game, Emeka? What do you think of the game, bro? Honestly, I when I started watching that game, I could not I could not take my eyes off the TV for a second. Like Gosh. I would just like I, this was this was end to end. This was end to end football. Like uh, one one minute, like Chelsea has bro, a chance. I'm telling you, I I considered quitting my job just so I wouldn't miss the second half of that game. Like that's how bad it was. Like Chelsea, Chelsea were Chelsea were missing chances. They had the, they, they, they had missed the... sitters. Like Mason Mount has no still released. Mason Mount has blood on his <laughs> serious blood, blood on his hands, bro. <laughs> serious blood. No, but Udog, what do you think of the game? I, I personally thought yeah. it was perfectly set up. I think both manager ex- did everything to their best. Ex- even players on the pitch as well. Even though some will say Salah didn't step up, but at the end of the day, he's walking away with the trophy. But sorry, Scotch, Udog, what do you think of the game? No, I think it was a sorry, sorry. Game. This like, is Salah's eighth final without an open play goal. Oh, please, please talk with yeah. us. I knew he was going to do something like that. Please talk. Just saying. Um, no, it was, it was a good game and like frantic pace end to end. It was very like if you just see the scoreline, yeah, you didn't watch the yeah. game, you'd be like, why, why are mm-hmm. people talking about this so much? Mm-hmm. But like, if you watch that man. Up until even extra time, when yep. tired, it was no, still like there were like two billion offside goals in that game. That's how that's Lukaku's, how Lukaku's that's how the final should be. Well, I feel like he should have stood. I feel like he should have stood as well. Because why, why, why does it matter that his hand is offside? I I think, or his shoulder I think you can score with your shoulder, but you can't score with your arm. So like if you're pointing yeah. forward for a pass, like it won't be offside. But if your shoulder, like sorry, if your if it's only your arm that's offside, no, it won't I be offside. It was, wasn't on his arm that they drew. It was like his elbow area they drew the line. Yeah, then if that's the case, then that shouldn't be offside. It's very weird because I was actually um, happy for Kako. <laughs> you would have quieted, you would have quieted some people. But um, <laughs> be, before we get into the penalty. Before we get to the penalty shootout, um, for me the highlight of that game was, was Luis Diaz. I mean that that brother is a problem. 
that brother is a problem. Yeah, and he, I don't know if he's addicted to no passes <laughs> or something like that, bro. Like he, he did like eight of them in the game. At first, yeah, was, he goes like, out of his way to make the pass. No, he's like, he's like you guys should remember that I'm South American. I can't ball. <laughs> no, but he's he, he was he was he was amazing throughout. Yeah, man, he took on took Aspilicueta. Was he Aspilicueta? Yeah, he took Aspilicueta so for a good majority of the game. But for me. A major talking point in that game is okay. I get it, right? Kepa has been the victor in Chelsea's recent penalty shootouts, but with the way Edward Mendy was playing on the day, I feel like he shouldn't have been taking off penalties. Liverpool should well and truly have been one 0 up if not for Edward Mendy's double save from. Oh Nandy. no! Yeah, for sure. Uh, for sure. Man. But but to like to be honest, you know, obviously, I'm I'm not like I don't know. How well, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not the manager. I'm not with these people in their training sessions. I don't know, but I'm guessing Chuku must have thought that, like, if when it comes to taking penalties, I feel like he, he felt like Kepa is much yeah, better. Yeah, see, I know. Maybe not like, much better, but he's better than me. He men. is. You know, the fact is, he is. Like, he's won Chelsea a couple penalty shootouts in the past year. Like, he's won. He, he took them to the Europa League final in 2019. One, he's the major reason they win, even in the final of that competition, because I think he won two penalty shootouts, won the penalty shootouts for the Super Cup, won the penalty shootout or saved the penalty for Chelsea in the FA Cup against, um, I can't remember who it was. But like, so he's really good at penalties, but I still... Just because, like, he had... Just because, like, Mendy was the one, like... Put, yeah, Mendy had all the, the momentum. The man of the match performance, you think like he should he have had all the momentum. Off. I personally wouldn't have taken him off. I feel like he, he he played well enough to win penalty shootout. For, and if you know he wasn't able to um win you the penalty shootout, that's fine. But in my opinion, Mendy had all the momentum. He had pulled out some great saves in that game. It was the major reason Chelsea were still in that game, aside them missing chances. I just didn't agree with substitution. Ludo, what do you and think? I'm, and I'm I'm actually very convinced that uh Kepa has collected money from club. <laughs> I'm I'm very cold. No, you guys, you guys didn't see. You guys, I'm telling you, you guys. His guys, run up, his run up was. You boogie. guys need to watch that pe- Kepa's penalty. You guys need to watch it back. He was Kepa took a goal kick. Yeah, I know. Like everyone, you, he's like he. he I, I, we've seen like the same thing. Foot was under the ball last like, Yeah, but we've we've seen the same life. thing with with Courtois in the community shield in 2017. I was, so, I was like, or De Gea against Sevilla last year, like it, it happens, right? No, thing but is, fair, like, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. Like his penalties are work straight. If if if, if Mendy mm-hmm. stood in that penalty, Mendy stood for the penalties that Chelsea lost. There will be questions. Why didn't you bring on Kepa? That's fair. So That's it's like fair. it goes both. It goes both ways. Like because Kepa for Chelsea is that guy for penalties. So mm-hmm. like statistically, it makes sense. And why not age of statistics? So yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't make sense, but I'm just saying I personally wouldn't have done it because yeah. Kepa because no, Edward Mendy like, had all easy, the momentum. It's easy to say. It's easy to say that now because sure. of what happened. But if Chelsea mm-hmm. had won. It have been a masterclass. I've been like when Van Hal bought on Tim Crow for. Was it Van Hal? Yeah. Yeah, Van Hal bought on Tim Crow. Yeah. That's just how it is. I don't think Chelsea fans are mad because, like I said, it's a luxury. Mount, Mount. I I would be mad at missing Mount. I'll be mad at. Mount, the fact that he let. Even though I was. Even though I was impressed with Kai Havertz, like, you really should stay on side for that. 
Um, you know, like it was even even last story like this has nothing to do with this. But like last season in Europa League final, that we were meant to score in regulation time, and we let to get to a luxury. And then people were angry at the hair, but we could have wrapped it up in extra mm. time. They say in extra time during the game. Mm. So it's like, it, it, it yeah, penalties are, they're really, we, I don't know, what, not, it's really wicked because yeah, yeah. it's like someone can have the game of his life and miss a penalty and all of a sudden the weight of the whole, like the way Saka had a good tournament for the Euros and he missed the penalty and the weight of the whole country was on him. Same for Rashford and Sancho in that same penalty shootout. So, yeah, it's a very cruel way. Just to live for Nigeria, I think that's what It's a very cruel way to decide things, but the game is a game. But you know, the quality on display for both sides was outstanding, and it brings me to our next team, Manchester United. You at the. All I can say is that. <gasps> can you relax? Can you actually relax, man? Um, I saw something interesting today. Someone was asking, Are Man United doing Arsenal? And I, I get it right, but Man United are in no way the new Arsenal, they are far from it. The reason, exactly, that's what I was about to say. The reason Arsenal fell off significantly from when they were was because. They at some point they couldn't keep up with the stadium debt and whatnot, so they had to sell their best players for profits in order to pay off the debts. So, the time when the team, the likes of Chelsea, Man City, and all these teams were using to you know stack the stack their squads and grow up, Arsenal were sufficiently funding them. Sorry, was sufficiently providing them their best players, like the likes of Ashley Cole, Gail Clichy, Bakari Sandia. Samir Nashri, Kolodzuri, all these players left Arsenal. Robin Van Persie, they left Arsenal because one, we couldn't afford top players because of the debts, and two, we had to sell those players because of the debts. Manchester United have broken record upon record financially. I think they had the record for the most expensive British striker in Lukaku at the time, most expensive defender in the world, had the world record for a player in Paul Pogba. They've spent billions upon billions upon billions. And for them to be in this situation, I feel like it's just they took two completely different routes to end up at the same place Arsenal did end up. But the problem with Man United is Arsenal didn't have the chance to, like, they didn't have the, they weren't attractive enough for world class players. Man United have always been attractive enough for world class players. And when they do get those world class players, they still don't get better. That's the biggest problem. That's the biggest issue with Man United. I think we just need to get ten hugs. Like, I, I, I genuinely just think that's the answer to our problems right now. We need to get ten hugs and ten hugs cannot help the spiritual problem happening. <laughs> no, no, it has to like with at least like a no, but, Ra- no, but Rashford, Rashford doesn't like. He just he looks like a bozo. Like I said last week, he looks like he doesn't know what he's doing on the. Oh, I literally, I literally texted my friend to the Rashford is a bozo. <laughs> Rashford actually looks like a bozo on the pitch right now. Like he's not. Bro, I'm so, I'm and so I, 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 I literally was having an argument with Funta the other day. I'm like, Ilanga has been better than all your wingers this season for the short time he's played. He's been more productive. He's been more direct. He's done more what has been asked of him by the manager and, and every single one of your wingers that has played this season. That includes Sancho, Rashford. Okay, aside eleven, but we know the case with eleven. We probably can't. We can't bring him up right now. 
And obviously, the biggest talk of the weekend was Ronaldo and Bruno. Were they the most? Were they the we most to blame? About Bruno. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, blood. I just talked about. Were, were they the ones to blame Ronaldo for that? Bruno, Portugal, Portugal has blood on their hands <laughs> in that magic dressing room. Mm. I feel like that's all I'm saying. I feel like Bruno more than Ronaldo because the easiest chances fell to Bruno. Even though Ronaldo looked horrible, like he couldn't put, he couldn't trap the ball, couldn't take anybody on. His touch was disgusting. Couldn't even complete a pass. But the easy chances fell to Bruno. Like I thought about oh, was yeah. just yeah, spraying passes for fun. Yeah, the chances, the chances fell to Bruno, and he wasted all of them. And this is not the first time against Middlesbrough. He did the same thing. Exactly. He wasted all the easy chances. All of them. And now it's looking like it just doesn't look good for Man United, especially with at all with like, the way Arsenal is going. I think the the only reason Man United still have a stake in this top four is because West Ham don't have the quality and Spurs will be Spurs. That's the only reason I feel like top four is just between Arsenal. But and I don't United. think as now you guys well, you guys have three games in hand. Super right. hard it's points, against right? Chelsea, yeah. Liverpool, and Spurs. That bro. is like, come on, like. But bro, no, bro, before bro, we get into Arsenal, before we get... this month is actually... yeah. The, the run of fixtures. The only, the only way, the only way, the only way United, the only way United can even dream of making that top four is if I is if let me tell you, let me tell you, is if these three people figure out what's happening to them. Rashford. Number one, Rashford. If Rashford can discover what's wrong with him and go to the hospital, <laughs> I'm telling you, United will be in a much better place than they're in right now. And then Ronaldo. Like, I'm not no Ronaldo. That's the thing. Like, I feel I feel since for the for the for the Watford game, I just feel like Ronaldo was has been over. I mean, he's that he's the goal. That is exactly what I was saying. I was about to say the unsung demon. The unsung evil person for this Manchester United team is Cavani because where the hell is he? Where the hell is Cavani? Cavani is Cavani is Cavani is on the jamboree. Cavani is wicked. That's what he is. He's a wicked. Cavani is on the jamboree in Uruguay. (laughs) (laughs) He's wicked. No, but no, but at the same time, this is also kind of magic sport because I've kept I've kept Anthony Martial. Okay, I think. I'm still pained about this thing. I no, guess like, we could I obviously not Marcel, foresee the yeah, exactly, situation, exactly. But, but we could have let go of Lingard that wanted but to play. But wanted to play. Martial wanted to play consistent football. He yeah. wanted to play. Con- like, I get the whole Martial thing. It is Ka- Cavani still contracted so to Lingard. So did, so wait, Lingard. wait, wait, Udoak. Is Cavani not still contracted to Man United? Cavani is not like so he's, he's six six where is he? I'm so confused. Like bro, Cavani, Cavani will go to Uruguay and text text Ralph that he's not coming back for a while. <laughs> this wage is on what? I'm so lost. Like, where the hell is Cavani? How many weeks? Like, we've not even had any. Nothing, no updates, no. He's like, wicked. I've not even been, He's very not wicked. been expecting this guy to show up, He's and I'm just wicked. used I've, to it now. I'm telling you, in all my years of watching football, I've never seen a situation like this. Like um, I, I believe it's money, you know. <laughs> I believe if you ask Ragnik where he is, Ragnik would tell you he doesn't know. Ragnik would be like, I don't know. If you don't know, how do you expect me to know? Ask Cavani, please. Message, like, DM him on Instagram. This is crazy. 
and he's still getting paid. Nah, that is ridiculous, bro. That is ridiculous. Cavani is the reason Ronaldo is being overused, and obviously, with eleven going down, the you're down to bones on you're down to bare bones in your attack unless you want to play some bro, of the young stars. Honestly, bro, like it's it's actually crazy. We don't. We have no other person that can play up top. You could do with Dan James right now. You know who Gil? You know who Gil? Um, Emeka. Hmm? You know who Gil? Yes, no, Joe Gil. We can call him up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I said like it's it's just not it's not impressing from United. Like I've been saying it ever since. You know when Chaps is telling me he feels United to make top four. I'm just still not impressed. Like, Watford were begging to be beaten in that first half. They were on their knees, like, please, man, you beat us, beat us. But United were like, no, we're keeping you in the game. They're creating chances. I think they've created the most chances since Ragnar came. But it's crazy now because previously you had X Factor, no chances created. Now you have chances created, but no X Factor. Where's the X Factor? Like, pick a struggle, man, you pick a struggle. Where is it? Like we like we like them all. <laughs> bro, just, bro, imagine if United used to take their chances. Yeah, they would. They would. They would ooh, the top four race would have been way more intriguing. Than it is. Like, I wish that's, I I missed the time. Like I can't imagine, lie, I can't that's lie. That's imagine if don't get me wrong. Bro. I did not like. See, I did not like <laughs> that Norwegian guy. That that that. that Ole I, I didn't like him, but like I don't know. I don't know how or why, but like I. Anytime we were playing City, I was not completely hopeless. And you got City next, yeah? Yeah, good luck, good luck, good luck. <laughs> good luck with for that. some reason, for some reason, McTominay, Fred, Dan James, they used to turn up against City. I don't know Dan why. James, bro. It was this... Like, that I Dan James is... Why. I don't know if you guys remember when you guys won at Etihad 2-1, where Martial scored the first goal, and yeah. I, I don't remember who scored the second goal, and then Otamendi scored for City. That game had me thinking, maybe Dan James is actually better than Pepe. <laughs> <laughs> he used like, to turn the hell up for my I don't know. For some reason, they just turn up. I don't know how. I don't know why. I don't know. I I don't get it. Yeah, but like, like we did, we fully did the league double over City last season. On the low, Seth. Yeah, but you know, we can all agree that Man United are not looking good. But yeah. let's move on to a team that's looking good, not just for now, but for the future. And it's which is what pains me. It's the gunners. It's it doesn't good. seem like a fluke. It seems like they are going to keep getting better. It's I mean, awesome, it pain, man. It pains it's awesome. It's awesome. I'll be it honest with you guys. Normally, when Arsenal like when Arsenal is behind in games, I I just give up. But this particular game, like I watched from beginning to end, and I I don't know why, even at one nil in the 75th minute, I was still confident we we're going to win the game. And the, I have to give credit to Arteta, man. I I, I look like a flip <laughs> I look like can a I just flip. say, can I just say, I just just a quick addendum. A few months ago, I remember saying, I after the Southampton game, after Arsenal's game against Southampton, I told Faye that I can see what Arteta is trying to do, and he was roasting me. Oh please! I remember, I, I, like I, I said, like I said, I look like a flip flop when it comes to Arteta and Arsenal, but. Bro, after the first three games of the season, if you told me we'll be two points behind Man United, three games in hand, and in fifth place, I wouldn't believe you. I wouldn't believe anything you had to tell me. I'd call you a clown. I'd even slap you for making fun of me. 
<laughs> like that that's the case. That that's where I'm we are. Right now. Person that told you that too. That's where we are yeah. right now. Is it we've gotten to a stage where it's like if Arsenal don't make top four, they will be disappointed. And you have to credit Arteta for that. The game against Wolves, his substitution has changed the game in Pepe and Kerry. We dominate Wolves. I think Wolves hadn't lost. Oh, stop that. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. Wolves hadn't lost a game when they were ahead. I think since they got promoted to the Premier League or something, something of that nature. And they hadn't considered more than a goal since the first game of the season or something like that. No, this gem, I said so this Johan Landke is giving them crack. <laughs> I, thought, then, I thought losing Adama would be a problem. It's like they wanted him to go. And then Wolves um, players were talking about, oh, Arsenal celebrated on their ground. Don't worry, we'll get them. And, you know, just to, to be able to beat them with an... Just, for me, Arsenal is building something extremely special. And I'll mention his name again, Martin Odegaard. Martin Odegaard, bro. Like, there's... Uh, Odegaard has to be a top three CAM in the Premier League as of, as, as of right now. Because there's nobody that controls things better in the final third than him for me. Like, you know, just because of his dummies, I'll give it to him. <laughs> Bro, he, dict- he dictates everything we do in the final third. Every single thing. Every, <laughs> and, and we've gotten to a stage where it's not, it, it's 20-year-old Bukayo Saka, 20-year-old, 21-year-old Emil Smith-Rowe, 23-year-old Martin Odegaard, 22-year-old, 21-year-old Gabriel Martinelli. That's when he games for us. The average age of our back five is about, what, 23, 24? Thomas Partey finally looking like the player we signed from Atletico Madrid. Xhaka was looking like in Iniesta against Wolves. For Xhaka, do you want know me for Xhaka to body faint you and you go? Everything just seems to be clicking for this team. And we've now gone into a stage where Arsenal fans have hope. And this is the stage where Arsenal usually let us down, right? It's not enough for me to say, oh, if we don't make top four, we'll be disappointed. I want us to make top four. Like, I don't want to be disappointed. I want us to, I want us to play in Champions League next year. Because Bro, let, me tell you, let me tell you the truth. Champions League is not everything that is cracked up to be. <laughs> just go to you. I'm, not, I'm telling you, it's not that like... Just go to Europa, bro. Like, uh, but DP, if we, if we make Champions League, we'll probably get like a Lautaro Martinez or something like that. God forbid, Martin. <laughs> no, Lataro just signed the contract last year. You pay 40 million. Bro, Lataro is waiting for Lataro to come back and do You don't worry. You just, <laughs> just, just, just leave it to Stan Kroenke. Just leave it to Stan Kroenke. Let him get it done. Let him get it done. But I, I'm saying, like, we not necessarily him, but we could go get a, pro, a striker in the profile of a Lautaro Martinez. Could have been Vlahovic, but his big head chose to go to UV and lose games with Allegri. But now, like, it doesn't take much convincing for those big strikers to come to Arsenal. Because, like, you're looking at it. Look at all these players. They are young. They're only going to get better. They've already proven that they can make top four in the Premier League. You know, with the with, the, with how high their ceiling is, we could be competing for the Premier League in how many years? So you look at Ben White, they're like 50 million. I personally think should be going to the World Cup. You should explore Lacazette and see what you can get from him. I, I knew I should have muted you when you said this, and I personally think. <laughs> I agree with him. Like, <laughs> bro, he's the one that he literally got your winner against Wolves, bro. It was an own goal. I think that's an educated opinion. It was an own goal. But he, does, but just, he caused it. Boy, was he shot? <laughs> he took just initiative quick, by making that. Quickly, I want to get your thoughts. What are you guys' thoughts on 
Okay, since you guys don't want to be serious, let's move on to the next team. Um, Spurs, go on. That, that game was... Uh, I don't care about uh, Spurs. That had more to do with Leeds than Spurs. That game had more to do with Leeds than Spurs. Leeds, Leeds are so... They are, they are so bad. They this is Jesse Marsh guy. This is Jesse Marsh guy. He got sacked this season as well. <laughs> <laughs> they, they I can't believe they sacked Bielsa, though, but <laughs> you could see it coming. Like, it was well-deserved. It was very well-deserved. Do you know what it means for Spurs to put four goals past you? Do you know how bad you have to be for Spurs to put four goals past you? Imagine Wings. Shout out Kulusevsky. That, that goal was... I don't know how to whistle, but you know what I'm talking about. Like that goal was amazing. <laughs> goal was amazing. But besides that, like I was I literally woke up and saw Kane's goal for 3-0. And I turned my TV up. I'm like, this is horrible. This is around nonsense. Like I'm not going to watch this team open their legs wide open their legs for my spurs to just run through and score goals. <laughs> That's what they do all season. They just open their whole last team. Like anybody want to go, going once, going twice. So it's actually a serious problem. I do. I don't know why their sleeves are so open. The manager is the, the, the tactic. I'm telling you, that guy. Is work, work. I don't think. I don't think Bielsa is stupid enough. They don't play defense. No, I'm telling you, he's the manager. Like. <laughs> Calvin Phillips, you know, not being around, but <laughs> there's too much space in that midfield for just Calvin Phillips to solve that problem. And like, bro, yeah, I think I get what Udwak is saying though about it being the manager. Like, so you feel like, I say, Bielsa. like I, I feel like Bielsa is a good manager, but why I say he's the manager is like he didn't want to change when he saw like that, he never changed the system, he didn't want to change the system. Like, because I don't think he had the players available to play what he wanted to play. Big him up, though. Like, he was the manager, first manager. In, uh, I can't remember when Leeds got relegated, but almost 15, 20 years. And he brought them back up. Like, Leeds are one of the biggest teams in England. They have a rivalry with Manchester United for a yeah. reason. He brought them back up. But like, like a wise man once said, it's time to go. And I think, he's gone. I think they need to regroup from championship again. Oh, don't mind that. <laughs> This guy, um, and then biggest news of the weekend not necessarily the biggest news, but the biggest robbery, criminal, <laughs> terribly. Everton nil, Man City won. First of all, Man City didn't deserve to leave that game with all three points. Like, you know what's killing me? After all this nonsense, they now called, called him to tell him sorry. I, I would be so mad, bro. <laughs> Like, I would curse. I would genuinely curse if it was me. They called to tell us. Who cares about your disgusting apology? Uh, if, they, if they called me if they called me for that kind of rubbish, I would just... I will say, okay. Who is this? Who, who, was it Mike? Was it the ref that called? The ref that... Ref no, it was the head of Premier League referee organization. Who am I speaking to? Please, <laughs> Please tell me your address. <laughs> on, 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 exactly, bro. Like, give me his address. <laughs> No, nah, that's disgusting. Man. Like, I've never seen a more blatant handball in my entire life. Like, Rodri knew. He knew he handballed it. 
He knew, and for them not to call it like it's Chris Cavan, he's Premier League refs. Like, I'm tired of having a discussion about Premier League referees. Did the same thing to Arsenal again. First minute, Semedo doesn't even get the ball, like, he just runs through Martinelli. I don't know why, when it comes to Arsenal, the referee never goes to the VR to check the monitor, like, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Once the ref doesn't blow for on the field, Arsenal never get any decision going their way. And then for months, for Everton to now go through that in a relegation battle where they could have gotten a solid one point and could have opened up the title race for us even more. And then for Chris Kavanagh to not... Come on, man. They apparently has to do something about the refereeing situation. Like, at some point, when everybody's complaining about this thing as fans of the Premier League, something needs to be done. Can't, can't be watching Lee Mason and, and, what's his name, John Moss referee games again for us next season. Imagine. It's a secondary school. Is John Moss not tired of people complaining about him? My dad, my, my granddad. How many people complain about John Moss before he decides to change his character? No, but honestly, refereeing in the Premier League, something needs to be done about it. I don't know. Maybe they need to bring foreign referees or something, but something needs to be done about refereeing in the Premier League because it's. I feel like it's at an all-time low to the extent where it, it's somehow gotten worse with video assistant referee. It's not gotten worse. Like it's gotten more annoying because people can see exactly when they're getting it wrong. You know what I'm saying it's gotten worse. Just, it's gotten worse because at least they didn't, the re- they didn't have the replay they before. Man, I'm done, bro. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, Newcastle kept up their survival hopes. Eddie Howe is doing a hell of a job, though. And did you guys see Willock's goal? Yeah. Oh, go from Willock was outstanding. I'm standing you guys, you should resign him. No, he'll help <laughs> mind you. He'll give you goals from midfield. I think he can be a great with the guy in play. Um, oh, you you stop. You don't go there. You don't go there. <laughs> you don't go there. Uh, uh, but big up Newcastle now. Next season, oh, it's gonna be scary. Scary. Imagine if you're in like 10. Imagine if you're in like 10 years. Look, maybe not up to 10, like 10 five, years. Eight, five, five to eight years. I give you three years. They're competing for Premier League. Like, imagine, okay, no, 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 let's be realistic. Like, let's actually imagine like five years, though. They're like, you can, you can see them becoming. These guys, these guys are double the net worth of Man City, right? They've already gotten. They've already gotten. You saw what they, they did this this January, and they weren't even tactics. trying. They weren't trying this January. Like this was they... what they could do. Like this was the bare minimum they could do. I mean, they have. Do you know that their transfer budget, the house transfer budget, is FFP. <laughs> that is his transfer budget is literally FFP. Whatever is allowed. No, I'm using yeah. Newcastle on FM next season, man. Don't, don't even yeah, nobody should stop me. They're going for everything. Every, anything, summer. any possible thing they can. And after for. this summer, this summer they are probably next. Don't look now. Like don't look now, but Europa, if, if Newcastle uh, gets Newcastle, they will change. And they will change the how eventually, like. No, but Eddie Howe is doing a great job. The way he's going, yeah, the way he's, he's doing, doing a great job. Like, I think if he keeps doing well, like people forget, Eddie Howe is a really good manager. Like he brought Bournemouth. Yeah, up. I remember with Bournemouth. Yeah, from the and Bournemouth, where Junior Stanislas scoring corners and that against Man U. 
Like Callum Wilson, bro. Callum Wilson destroying Arsenal. Like Eddie Howe is doing a really good job. It's just with Sir Maximan could I just look for like Sir Maximan could be their franchise player. Like he could end up being a Newcastle legend. Because I, I don't want him to leave Newcastle. I don't want him to play robotic football. I want him to express himself from now to the day he dies. Because that yeah, yeah. yeah but big up Bonito. Big up Newcastle, man. Big up Newcastle. Uh, West Ham won Wolves, number one. No, seems like Arsenal broke Wolves, but West Ham are having a hell of a season, bro. Like for real. Yeah, <laughs> like, like what they have, like they have nah, a hell of a season. is actually doing very well with with maybe because the signing, the vastage that they even signed for thirty million hasn't done anything. Yep. Uh, maybe maybe man you was a problem with David Moyes. I mean, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I feel like he's at you know his what? level. He's at a team like where he doesn't have big names, he just has players who want to get on their like absolute work horses. Players who just want to work throughout the game. And I it kind of reminds me of that his Everton side in like 2007, 2008. Like, you never want to play against them, especially at Goodison. I never wanted to play against them as an Arsenal fan because they were just not so easy to beat. And that's what West Ham Look people. at his midfield pivot, Suchek and Rice. But Declan Rice is having an amazing season, though. Declan Rice is a baller. Declan is a baller. And this season, he has just shown people more that he's not just a defensive midfielder. He's ball carrying up. He's even mm-hmm. scoring, like, mm-hmm. a vote this season. Mm-hmm. For I think he has four goals or something like that. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. You want the Clarice Well, no, no, no. I don't want him. I don't, I don't think he'll fit in. I really I don't, don't. No, not even that. Like, I don't think that we should go for him because he'll be too expensive and we need at least four signings. At least four signings. <laughs> and then the last game of the weekend, obviously, Burnley against Leicester. If you guys don't... Oh, before we get to that, Brighton Villa, 2-0. Big up um, Stevie G, Orama. He was having a bad run. Yeah, but you know, um, I can't remember who scored for them. It was. Did you see Cash's goal? Oh, the tackles on that, yeah, the tackles on that strike. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, but big up Steven Gerrard. Big resulting. Brighton have just gone down. Like we spoke about them last week. But I remember I was talking about Graham Potter earlier in this season. Like I don't know what's wrong with them. They should. They, I think they should probably pay Arsenal. I feel really bad for him and Hudson Hutu. But Southampton have been bowling, but I don't think they played against Norwich on Friday. They won 2 0. Uh, and they beat these guys today on uh, Southampton in the FA Cup. The FA Cup. They so they beat, yeah, they beat West Ham in the FA Cup. I'm telling you, that kid, Amando Broja, is going to the top or Broja, something like that. Like he's going to the top. He's a better striker. I think to sell him. Yeah, would you, would you guys, Arsenal? Uh, let me ask you as a question. Would you guys, as Arsenal fans, like, if you're an Arsenal fan, would you take Gabriel Jesus or Arsenal? Gabriel Jesus. Ah. I think so. <laughs> like, no, ah. no, not obviously not as your like, best option. If it keeps, no, I'm saying as first option. Ah. No, 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 no. Ah. Not, this, not this current uh-huh. class, no, no. Not mm. this current class. Maybe last uh-huh. season, you'd have, you'd have grabbed him with two arms. Maybe no, like, has, I came across it. Like, maybe had like three seasons ago. The Arsenal that had William would have grabbed him with. Oh no! Hands. Please don't don't remind me. Don't remind me. As a make I just call him number twelve. <laughs> nah, nah, they, nah, not for not for where you guys want to be going. Like where you guys want to be. 
No garbage. Good show. Good show. Good show. Um, yeah, Burnley Leicester. I saw the return of Jamie Vardy. Been out for a while. Man, don't look now, but this might be the season, bro. This might be the season we get rid of them. This Man. might be the season they go down. I don't think oh. so. Burnley. No, I'm telling you, people should stop dreaming about this thing. <laughs> no, 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 they're 18th. Everton are right. Sorry that we skipped Everton, but they are right in the relegation battle. Though. They're 18. The Everton are 17th. Played okay. They played one less game than Burnley, but they sit on 22 points. Burnley had three games in hand. They are at um, 18th position and they sit on 21 points. I'm telling you, they're right. In like, and all they need is a chance. I think they're, they're <laughs> yeah. no, 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 we can't. We and can't. now, they're, no, no, Bonnie, no, see, look, look, look here, Bonnie, they, they have two games in hand on, they have two games in hand on Brentford. Brentford is the team that, that is only in three danger points, of going down. They're only three points behind, even lead, they're a game in hand behind Leeds, two points behind Leeds. Like, if, from, from Newcastle, now. from Newcastle to Norwich, like, is yep. eight points. That's mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. 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 From I feel like Brentford are the ones in serious danger of going down. They've got <laughs> they've got no games in hand. They've, 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 they they sit on mm. that's their business. If you have Antonio wants to talk about <laughs> us, us still can't go anywhere until they sign a striker. Hold that. That's why they call him Patwa Pookie. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but let's get into the FA Cup results. Ooh. And you guys already know where I'm going with this. It's a history of the Tottenham. Like, <laughs> these guys never cease to amaze me. <laughs> it's like, it's like sometimes. Oh, expression. Tottenham, Tottenham are just illusionists. I don't know what this Conte guy has tried to deceive. <laughs> Bro, Conte has seen what he's up against. He's supposed to be said. He said that something is even bigger than me. <laughs> yeah, he said, yeah, he said the level of the Tottenham is not too high. <laughs> Bro, I've never seen Conte so down yeah, in the dumps in my life. Crouch and Ferdinand, Crouch and Ferdinand were talking about this thing. They said that they don't think that he's going to last. Okay, Conte. Here's the thing, right? If Harry Kane wants to end up with a serious career he has to leave tottenham this summer he has to genuinely i don't i don't like, does he not have an agent does he not have family no but he wanted to leave last summer that wasn't his fault no but like no 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 emeka 14 years they haven't won a truth 14 think about it if you had a daughter she would be teenage <clears throat> right now right. and spurs still haven't won a truth 14 years <laughs> And nah, in that nah, time, in nah, that time, Kane is definitely going to try and leave again. Take him like in that time. A, Emeka, I feel take like him. He even has an agreement. Like take him in that time. They've had their greatest Premier League team ever. I know what he said. He said they had gentleman agreement. Listen, they've had their greatest Premier League team ever within mm-hmm. that 14 years, and they still haven't won a trophy. They're the only team that can have Poch and Nuno. Um, sorry. Conte and uh, Mourinho are still not winning any trophy. What did I say when they appointed him? Because of the Spurs is bigger than Antonio Conte. Like when we actually concede that some things are spiritual and nothing can be done for Spurs. 
They don't think can be done. It's in their, it's in their genes to bottle. I believe that them could be five nil up in a final and still lose because that's just what they are. That's what they do. As an Arsenal fan, they make me happy about my situation. They always do. <laughs> I always have, I always have Spurs to fall back on whenever I'm down bad. <laughs> well, Hurricane is definitely going. No, no, nah, he has to. Leave. He has to. But, 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 is he going to go to City though? Because I'm hearing that City. Oh, I please. Getting out. I get, okay. I get Haaland. Man City are getting Haaland. I'm so telling you. Yeah, 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 so, but yeah, if he's yeah. not going to City, though, where is he going to? Go? Harry Kane is the perfect striker for Arsenal. I'm saying, oh God, you guys are joking. Harry Kane, if you're listening, pull a Saul Campbell and come to Arsenal, man. You will win trophies with these young stars. What's the difference between Son and Damian Lillard? They won one rookie of the year and haven't done anything since. Leave those people. It's come to Arsenal. Ugh. Wow. Never no, but yeah. can you guys see the vision? You can see the vision. Imagine Kane up top with Odegaard pulling the strings and Smith Bro, we'll Martin vision, on man. the right, on the left, Saka on the right. Ah, nah, you guys will be shocked. Don't worry, Kane will just pull it all. Campbell, you know, you know, he's an Arsenal fan, you know, Harry. Me and you need to have a little chat, you know. What I'm saying? Well, if I uh, know, can can. Arsenal is the perfect team for Kane. That's what I'm going to say. But if realistically he's not going to Arsenal, no, no Chelsea swap deal with Lukaku. Bro, how can these guys get? Bro, these guys literally got Werner. They, then they got Lukaku the next. No, but Kane. No, but ah. I said swap deal with Lukaku. Take in Conte gets Lukaku. Tuchel gets Kane. It's a deal that benefits both sides. Guy, man. Hey, Tottenham with no creativity in the midfield, no good wing backs. You now want to go and put a target man. Oh please, game. oh please! We've seen Lukaku destroy with Arturo Vidal and who? Oh, please. Yeah, that was in Syria. This is Premier League. Conte will cry. He'll cry real <laughs> I mean, He'll I don't know. Back. Realistically, you could only go to a Chelsea, a Man United, or. Or Man City, but if Man City do get Holland, they're effectively out of the running. And it looks like what if he goes to Real Madrid or Barcelona? Like, I feel like there's a lot of options. Real Madrid, I think they're going for Holland and Mbappe. Yeah, but if City get Holland, then Kane is not a bad shout. They'll go for they'll get Mbappe. By the way, if City get Haaland, I'm not watching Bro, Premier League. Mbappe is, Mbappe is Madrid bomb. Mbappe is going to Madrid. I'm not watching years. Premier League for the first if City, if City get Haaland, this podcast is going to end. Like, I'm not watching Premier League football again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to be talking about football. Even like just generally, like even if somebody's right beside me, try to have a conversation, I'm not having it. Yeah, well, as I said, Man City beats Peterborough as we'd expect. The path for holding for Jack Rich's goal was... That, that, that's in the start. And touch the touch from Greece and finish. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense because before he got the ball, he didn't know where Greenish was. He got it turned, looked in like 0.5 seconds. That's what Fodin does. That's why he's his best young star in the Premier League. Uh, Chris Ballas defeated Stoke City to move on to the quarterfinal. We've already spoken about Middlesbrough and the Tottenham. Um, Chelsea. Wait, wait, sorry, sorry. Emeka, Emeka, can you see? No, we don't have any 
young lads to blame um, to brag about stuff to it Ilanga 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 I'm telling you Ilanga is probably my favorite my United player right now like I like him so much he's so good you guys are sleeping no, on him. He's one of our best players. Right Bro, I'm now. not sleeping on him, man. But I just know that we can't sleep. Not... We can't sleep on the guy. We're not sleeping <laughs> on him. But I just know that he's not. He's not a. He's not a. He's not generational. Yeah, he's not generational, bro. Like he's not always that. You, that you, yeah. Hmm. Um, Southampton defeated West Ham three. He's saw... definitely like a nice, you know. I saw Amando Brothers goal against West Ham. Jesus Christ! I'm telling you, this kid is special, bro. This this guy, he's amazing. Bro, you know, um, let me tell you, there are some things in football that I attach to very painful. Like, you know how you mentioned bro um broha now. Mm-hmm. What I just remember is him finishing destroying Maguire. Maguire. <laughs> and then after that, it's like a chain of events. After that, the next thing I mean, the next person I remember is Weghorst. <laughs> Wild Weghorst. Like <laughs> Liverpool also won Norwich 2-1 and they're still in the running for Liverpool are in the yeah, but no, but the Brugia one didn't even make sense. Like <laughs> Liverpool are still in the running for all four trophies this season and they've already picked up one. And Trent literally posted in Trent's post about the Carabao Cup. He goes one of four. I'm telling you, these guys are hungry. This guy's a home, which brings me to my next question. Who is winning the Premier League? I'm going to Liverpool, bro. I'm going with Liverpool. I feel like momentum has shifted and it's completely on their side. I'm still going with City. Yeah. Like, yeah. City did I not look I feel like they're a bit, I feel like they feel a bit disrespected that people think that, oh, because Liverpool, no, they will just go on another run. Like, they won't lose <laughs> until the end of the season. No, but when you, you deep it, <laughs> when you deep it, City did not be convincing when they played against um, Everton. Yeah. That's back-to-back unconvincing performances. Yeah, they, look laid, they look a bit laid back. It looks like they're shook. Not even laid back. It looks like they're shook. That's why they're resulting to crush and inshallah. That's what you want. That's what they want you to I'm think. Ju- I, I was just saying, bro. Like, they literally saying. won. They literally won three out of the last four Premier League. Like, I don't think that this is no new to them. Yeah, but at some point, it's going so to I, be like, oh, we've been here before. We can handle it, and they're not going to actually step up to the plate. I don't know, man. I just think momentum is completely on Liverpool's side, and it, it obviously it all boils down to the meeting in Anfield. But right now, yeah. who can I see dropping points between City and mm-hmm. Liverpool? I see City dropping points more than I see Liverpool dropping points. Especially with Luis Diaz. You probably just score... Watch how, watch how United will take three points from both Funny, Funny as hell, man. I don't think... No, United can't beat Liverpool. Stop. 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 What would you say? Do you say can't? Come will shock you. <laughs> if United beat Liverpool, I'm giving up on football. Genuinely. Like, I wouldn't watch football again because that would, that's us. That's top for Finito for Arsenal. But you know, this is this is a tough position for us. So if we win Liverpool, you know, we're helping Man City win the league. If we lose to Liverpool, we're helping Liverpool. You guys are useless, so, man. Anybody, you just we need to draw. We need to draw. <laughs> it's true. We we'll share the points. So no, wait, wait, wait. If we lose to Liverpool and Man City, nobody should clown us. So we're doing a noble job. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. No, I hear that. Still. Uh, what about top four? Do we fill out the rest of the top four? 
So I have Liverpool, obviously, City at second. Let me tell you, if Arsenal win Chelsea, we're two points behind them. I think United will be a point behind them. Like, watch this space, guys. Chelsea might be dragged into the top four race as of now. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Actually, that's what I'm hoping for. I feel like they will be dragged into the top four race, but they will still end up. As of now, I'm still seeing them yeah, comfortably sitting in third place. Because I don't see Arsenal. I don't see Arsenal going to Stamford Bridge and beating Chelsea. But if that happens, watch that space. But I'm going with um I want you guys to draw. A draw would be nice in that game. I'm going with Liverpool City, Chelsea, Arsenal. Liverpool City. Yeah, same, same. I don't like Same. the way you're. I don't like the way you're hopping. No, no, you guys should say mine. You please. You guys no, are. Guys, come on now. We, are and I, we literally watch. We literally <laughs> went through a roller coaster of emotions from. Ah, this is nice football. Though. At the <laughs> beginning of the World War game, to oh my god, we're actually about to draw this game. So, bro, 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 when I was watching that game, when I was seeing, I was like, yeah, we're definitely going to score like two in first half. And then score another four in second half. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that half was 75 minutes. It was still nil-nil. <laughs> I said, come on now. Is this happening? Is this really happening? <laughs> yeah, I've been in that situation before. You just be thinking, man, did I offend anyone? What did I do to deserve this, bro? Like, this, this, this is too much pain. So you guys have, we all have the same top four. We're not well except the champions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, FA Cup. Who do you guys think is winning the FA Cup? Who's still Middlesbrough? Middlesbrough is winning. <laughs> they've not done all this. They've not done all this to go and lose, man. They're winning it. They're going. Um, uh, I think the FA Cup is the one competition Liverpool won't win. So I'll go with Man City. City, uh, I'm going Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough <laughs> is knocking out, man. <laughs> Legit Spence. Legit Spence catch. Let him catch. No, she has Spence is in Forest. No, I'm sorry. Forest, yeah. I keep, I keep me Coming to us now next let, season. No, no, let me do this, bro. Let me do this. Let, let Marcos Tavernier. Let him catch Or, or, or Balogun. Falari Balogun. I'm, uh... You will see something. Champions League. Who do you guys have winning Champions League? <laughs> Ronaldo. Man United. Have, I didn't say United. I didn't say United. I said Ronaldo. Don't, don't misquote me. Please, who's been champions? <laughs> don't misquote me. I said Ronaldo. I'm going for, for City. The champs. Okay. What do you I, think? I stick with my answer, Ronaldo. Are you daft? <laughs> like, are you the words of a great man? Are you deaf, daft, or bull? <laughs> I stick. I stick with my answer, Ronaldo. Bro. Don't misquote me. I didn't say United. What do you mean by Ronaldo and not United? I keep saying don't misquote me. Like watch it. This guy crazy right now. <laughs> like watch uh, it. Are you high? <laughs> I said you should watch it and watch it when it will happen. Uh, Champions League for me is between Liverpool and the Forgotten Demon. Like I don't know how people are forgotten that Bayern Munich are still in this competition. Like, uh. Uh-uh. You best believe if PSG caught Bayern with Lewandowski last season, they were only four in one of those legs. Oh, no, yeah, for sure. God, what they're about to do to this, uh... <laughs> Leipzig, this Salzburg, Salzburg, Salzburg. <laughs> Salzburg, guys. The thing Salzburg. is, Salzburg, well, guys, honestly, the, great like, one, Premier League, the Premier League teams, like Premier League, well, when I say Premier League teams, it's really only Liverpool and City. No, Chelsea like, have a shout. Like, I feel like, yeah, Chelsea, I feel like they're just too much, like, for the rest of this European club. No, but Bayern, I feel like Bayern is the only one that can cope, though. 
Yeah, except Bayern. Except Bayern. And PSG, because PSG just has that star talent. But they don't have a system, so it'll probably mess yeah. up mess them up. No, but like recently, recently, I feel like Messi has started accepting his but like role. in games where it's, it's tight and you need that moment of brilliance. We saw what happened against Madrid. Like yeah. Mbappe Neymar, Messi can just come. It's up. literally just him. Like I feel like right now it's just Mbappe. Neymar has been Mbappe. Bro. Mbappe is looking like the best player in the world season. right Neymar now. Has been Did you see his penalty? Did you see his penalty? Did you see Neymar's penalty? No, I didn't actually. Please check check their last <laughs> game. The last their last loss, their last defeat in the league. Oh, please after this, please check it. Neymar's penalty. Oh my days. I've never seen a <laughs> You must have been really life. hurt by the penalty. <laughs> you know Lafont. Yeah, it was against Nantes. Oh, yeah, I think like, I saw that. Lafont had the game of his life. You know, if you play FIFA, you already know who Lafont is. Lafont La is. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everyone bought Lafont on FIFA 17. Like, let's not even true. His, his, um, what's it called? His potential was crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but I'm going with Liverpool or Bayern, though. Like, because the English teams, like Omega said, they're just too much for these teams to cope with. And the only team I can see standing in chance against them is Bayern Munich. Uh, so what do you guys think? Who's winning Champions League? <coughs> Who's winning the Champions League? I'm winning yeah. City or PSG. Bro, I said Ronaldo. Can you not say Ronaldo again? Okay. Um, if it's not Ronaldo, then... I'll break his head. Genuinely. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, okay, no, 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 for real. If it's not Ronaldo, I think I think Liverpool. Mm. I'm I telling you, Liverpool. I, what I said it last week, Liverpool might just do the treble. Like, watch this space. Watch this space. I really hope not. If Liverpool really do the treble, Welly is going to be on Welly is going to be on beer. Like for real. I'm blocking him. I'm blocking. <laughs> you guys have to move away from playing. That's why you guys that's why that's why I'm always on his good side, bro. I don't ever mock Liverpool. Even when they lose, I'd be defending them saying, Oh, it's not the fault, it's the ref's fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's just be refreshing all this little most um, feed, man. When another planet is ready, I'm confident. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's our pick for everything. Every other competition that's still ongoing. We've now come to the end of another episode of the Highline Podcast. Thank you for coming back on the show, Uduak. I'll make sure to wire your paycheck to you. Thank you for returning, Emeka. Thank you. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, you're better, you have Funto to thank for pleading with you from removing from a temporary ban. Not you. You, you wouldn't be here. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Highline Podcast. As usual, I've been your voice of reason. Make sure to check us out on all podcast streaming platforms. Give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter. And we'll see you in the next episode. Have a lovely day. Make sure to tell a friend so that they can tell their friends so they can tell their own friend to listen to the Highline Podcast. Their friends too. Uh uh-uh, uh, stop. Yeah, it's only three. Why are you, why are you begging it? Stop begging it. Yeah, but thank you for <laughs> thank you for listening to another episode of the Highline Podcast. We'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.